This is the Physical Activity Researcher Podcast, a podcast for researchers of sedentary behavior, physical activity, and sports. Join for a relaxed dialogue about research design, practicalities, and, well, anything related to research. Learn from your fellow researchers useful and relevant information that does not fit into formal content and limited space of scientific publications. And here is your host, researcher and entrepreneur, Ollie Tikkanen. Welcome, everyone. We are going to have a very interesting episode today, and we have an amazing guest for this episode. She has master's degree in physiotherapy from Lund University and has over 15 years experience working as a clinical physiotherapist at Skåne University Hospital. Currently, she is working as the founder and CEO for Scandinavian Fistech. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome our guest, Ingela Schjölin. Welcome, Ingela. Thank you very much, Oli. Pleasure to have you. So you have long experience working as a physiotherapist in a, in a university hospital. How, how was the work and how would you summarize the main things you have learned, learned in your work? Well, the, the work has been... Um, Fantastic, fantastic working with patients and staff and and, st- and so on. But I would say that there is a problem working as a physio. We physios and uh, other uh, allied professionals are leaving uh, the ward. It is really hard for the patients and staff. And this is uh, the experience from the ward and from the patients. It's hard for them to remember and remember the what, what to do and how much of the rehabilitation that has been done. Um, that is a big problem at the moment. And And also you can read in uh, a lot of scientific publications that mobilization of patients uh, isn't been done at the level that should be done for for the patient. And it's uh, said that it's an epidemic problem at the moment. So it's a huge problem. And and when you said that the patients don't remember what to do, they don't remember the details of the of the rehabilitation program, or or what's the what's the main main problem with that? I guess, uh, or well, I believe that um, the main problem is that the prescription from the physio or allied professional isn't clear enough and the patient uh, and also that most of, of the patient get the prescription verbally and uh, therefore it's very difficult for the patient to remember the prescription and as I said physios can't stay at the patient's bed 24-7. So it's up to the patient and the staff to know what kind of mobilization needs to be done and also how much has been done. And the patient can be, can newly, can have been through a surgery or been through an accident and uh, they have lack of sleep and they have pain and uh, there are lots of things that 
takes the patient's um, uh, mind at the hospital and uh, therefore it's um, hard for them to keep the mobilization prescription in mind. Yeah, and I I think when when you are in a hospital or you see how from the patient's perspective, the hospital, it feels that there's always just a different person popping in and and out, yes. And and it feels that the next one doesn't know what the previous one was doing. And of course, if you ter- consider it from the nurse's perspective, for example, they are very busy, and then the physio is one that pops in and quickly tells something, and and then probably the nurses don't know what the physio told, and it's it's not coordinated how how it should be done and i think also the encouragement from the other staff is is probably lacking they they don't probably have time how do you how do you see this and is there some solutions how how it could could be improved yeah that was actually uh what i um have tried to improve to make the communication between the the patient and uh, allied staff and uh, the healthcare professionals uh, to be more clear. And I invented a a board that was hanging next to the patient, uh, clearly describing in pictures what the patient is prescribed uh, from the physio in this case. Yes, from, from from the physio. And also the the frequency, how many times the patient is supposed to do the prescription or or, or the the movements or all can see, both the patient and the staff, they can clearly see how much has needs to be done and how much has been done because it's um, red and green dots on this uh, board and uh, it's easily to see and read read out yeah and and we had a had a video call before and you you explained this product and during that point i kind of considered this it as a classic that you are measuring and giving feedback for the patient but now as we are discussing i understand how important it is for the the whole staff to be seeing it what did the physio prescribe and and being able to encourage the patient that all right you still need to do three bouts of activity you are missing those from today so yeah now now i just understood when i reflected on on my experience seeing seeing how how the nurses pop in doctors pop in 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 hospital and there's no coordination so yeah i I think it's it makes even more sense now as i'm as i'm i'm listening could you tell a little bit more about the activity board what kind of exercises activities or whatever is there how how is it structured give maybe give us an example of maybe patient after surgery what what does it look like if i first can tell you that it's based on behavioral change techniques and uh, so it has a very clear goal and the goal should be visible for the patient and also it gives feedback to the patient and it gets rewards and all this is included in the activity board so for example if the patient has uh, been through a bypass surgery uh, for uh, coronary problems the patient 
uh, needs to get out of bed, mobilize as quickly as possible. The patient also needs to do breathing exercise every hour and the patient gets an exercise program for the chest to uh, start to make movements and uh, they also maybe needs to get prescription of sitting in an armchair so the patient isn't just laying in bed after being uh, walking in the corridor. So, and this is a quite large prescription for a patient and also a lot of information for the patient to remember how many times of each thing they are going to do during the day. So what we are doing is showing with pictures that the patient should be up walking together with um, a certain aid. If we have uh, tested the patient, we know that they need to walk with a certain aid. We show it on the board and um, also assign with the breathing exercise and uh, exercise program and uh, and so on. So every, every uh, movement is showed with certain sign. And beneath the, the sign, you get the frequency. And uh, when you have done the prescription, all the frequency is red, like red dots. And as soon as the patient has done the exercise, he turns it uh, or marks the board. So it turns from red to green. And in that way, both the patient and the staff can see that, okay, this much has been done and uh, this much is left to do. And also in which category it has been done. And uh, this is actually inspired from the traffic light model with red and green. Everybody understands that. Uh, and it's very, uh, it's, uh, it describes a lot. And uh, so, yeah, it's very easy to understand and follow uh, the prescription when you do it, when you use this method. And as I said uh, earlier, you also get rewards. Uh, so when you have all the um, dots green in one square uh, under one movement, then you get uh, rewards. So um, in this case, you get uh, like a confetti rain. And if all the uh, movements for the day uh, is green, then you get uh, a star. And then you collect all the stars. So it's a little bit of a gamification in, uh, built in in this as well. Yeah, so pretty simple thing but important that the patient understands and remembers what this needs to be done, how many times, and also that the staff can follow it. And and you said that it's breathing, getting up, chest mobilization, armchair sitting. How many times, for example, after bypass surgery, you need to do this per day, each, each of those? Normally, you are up walking four times a day, uh, at least. And uh, it all depends on the patient's status, but uh, normally four times a day. And um, then the breathing exercise should be done every waking an hour, uh, 20 times, 20 breaths. And uh, then you should do, um, well, sitting in an armchair uh, should be done four times a day, 30 minutes each times. And... Um, the exercise program, normally one or 
two times a day. So summed up, all this is quite a lot. Yes, that, that's what I'm coming to. I, I can get like 25, 26 times if you do all those four times all. And and I, I think many times we kind of think that being in a hospital, it's it's like a lot of just waiting and free time. But I think sometimes you are quite busy. There's a lot of tests that the nurses are coming to do. There's a lot of things the doctors are visiting. There's, there's different things. I, I think... It, I think we have an impression that there's a lot of time, but even to squeeze in this is probably quite quite challenging. How how is your experience like the time to do these kind of things for a patient? Yeah, it's like you describe. There are so many things for the patient that needs to be done during these days. They are. Uh, in a hospital, like going on an x-ray, they need to take blood samples, they need to get their wounds uh, uh, cleaned, and uh, they uh, there are rounds going around, and the relatives are calling, and then you have a na- neighbor you need to chat with, and uh, so it's very easy to not remember Uh, all these things and also going through uh, uh, surgery you are laying in a bed in a new environment and your body doesn't feel normal maybe you have pain and lack of sleep and uh, uh, maybe experience of fear of, of falling and therefore your thoughts are occupied with well, both things you need to do, but also the new environment and your new body. So it's very important, I have to say, that the patient knows in a very clear way what they need to do in terms of mobilization and breathing exercise if it uh, should be done. Yeah, and kind of getting up might sound like a simple thing, but after a surgery, most of people, it's probably first time they have that kind of surgery. They are probably afraid that will they actually break something if they stand up. They usually need someone to hold on to before they, they can do it. So yeah, I, I, I can really easily see that how difficult it is to people to be compliant for this kind of exercise programs. How did you see the compliance in, in a ward where you were working that what would you say was the percentage that people were able to do these programs? Yeah, I guess that, well, it depends on uh, if you just count one of these uh, exercises, like breathing exercise, or or if you put everything together. But I would assume that like 50% of it, if you put everything together, uh, will be done and 50% is not done. And if you count the breathing exercise, it's like 20% of it is is done. Yeah, so not not that that much. And and how, how was the experience when you when you started using this activity board? How did the compliance improve? What were the experiences from the patient side? What were the experiences from the from the staff? The I mean, it's a huge improvement using the activity board. It uh, makes it very clear for the patient uh, what they need to do, and they can also plan 
their exercise during the day. So most of the exercise is, is actually done. So the compliance, I can't say a percentage, but I will, I will, I will guess that like 90% of the uh, exercise you have prescribed is, is done when you see the patient a couple of days after, unless the patient hasn't got any um, uh, complications or something like that, then they wouldn't do the exercise anyway. It doesn't matter if they have the board or or not. But um, so my experience from the patient is that they think it's very helpful because they see that the exercise is being done and also Mm -hmm. they feel a lot better because exercise is like a medicine. You are actually, well, your body is healing if you are exercising. So, and that's why you should be exercising. And that's an experience from the patients as well. And it makes the patient to do more. And uh, so a lot better compliance if we talk about the the patient and the staff's experience is that the patient is easier to uh, to nurse if the patient is mobilizing and following this prescription better because uh, then you come into this very positive lope and you get better and better and you take care of yourself and uh, the patient is easier for, for the staff to care. And the opposite is that if you don't have a patient that is mobilized, then it's very easy to get downwards in this loop and the patient is the, the, the load for, for the staff is getting higher and uh, it's harder for for the staff to nurse the patient and uh, the patient gets complication and so on. So it's a lot of, well, bad things that happens if uh, the patient isn't getting mobilized. Yeah, it really makes sense. Very, very interesting. So I will I will wrap up this part one of our recording and, and in part two, we'll, we'll continue with Ingela discussing more where this activity board is going. Thanks for joining us this week on Physical Activity Researcher Podcast. If you like the show, make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing or following the show on Twitter. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. If you found value in the show, we would really appreciate a rating on Apple Podcasts or whichever app you're using. Or if you would, in a real old-school way, simply tell a friend about the show. It would be a great help for us. We have a fantastic lineup of guests for forthcoming episodes, so be sure to tune in. Thank you all for your support and have a great day.